Welcome to Bam Bam News, October 13th, 11.30 p.m. 2020. I'm going to answer some questions after I did some research. I'm going to answer some more questions on uh, some people that have asked me questions. One I wasn't sure about, so I had to reach out to a friend of mine who was an ex-U.S. attorney, and now just an attorney, get an answer on something because I, I wasn't 100% sure of the rule, uh, but uh, I guess let's get into the nitty gritty folks, Gentlemen, Mike from Brooklyn, New York, you know a lot of New York today, even though I'm from there, so I appreciate it, um, asked me the following, do you believe that Senator Harris, who is the vice president nominee, can be president for 10 years? Meaning that if Joe Biden didn't finish out his first term, she would obviously fulfill that seat if she were the vice president, and then she could run two terms. Well, after reaching out, because I wasn't sure, my understanding uh, the law was only eight years. That is actually still the law. So, what a lot of people don't realize is if she were to take over in year two of Joe Biden and was the president only for two years, then obviously election came and she ran for her four year term, um, she would have six years and a lot of people thinks a lot of people think she can run a second term she's not allowed according to the constitution you must be able to fulfill the duty of the president of the United States this is a key reason why President Obama could not be the vice president because he was president for eight years cannot become the vice president because if the president were to die they wouldn't have to elevate the vice president to president he could not fulfill that duty the same holds true in this situation since Senator Harris could not hold the office because she would be over the eight year term limit she cannot run so no she cannot be a president for ten years that's what I was informed by an ex-U.S. attorney, who's now an attorney, who's a constitutionalist. So, um, that's what he informed me. That's what I'm going on. I have nothing else to, to negate him. Uh, I believe that is the, 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 the fact of the matter. is from Steve. He's from Minneapolis, Minnesota. He asked me, since I did several podcasts on George Floyd, one where I criticized the officer and one where I, t- I, I stood by the police officers. He asked me that, he, why don't I think there was any crime committed by the police officers 
Well, my I, let me just if, if people if people haven't seen the body cam footage from the police department that the lawyers released, you need to watch the body cam footage. If you watch the body cam footage, you would have to come to the conclusion as I did that this was not a murder. That they that that nothing nothing about this incident was racial. Nothing. You have police officers that show up on a scene. It's a little hostile. Somebody's trying to pass money or pass a note, whatever. They approach the vehicle, and they approach the driver's side and the passenger side. The passenger drives fiddling around, so the officers ask to get him out. The driver starts giving problems to the officer that's standing on the driver's side. And as the officer that's on the sidewalk tries to go over, the passenger takes off. A lot of people don't know this happened. The passenger of George Floyd's vehicle ran and took off. They didn't get him. He took off. He got away. So now you have a high, volatile situation. You have a person who just fled. And you have another guy that's not compliant. Because he wasn't compliant, folks. If you watch the police cam footage, he was not compliant. He was saying he couldn't breathe, I mean, minutes before he even got put into a vehicle. A lot of people don't realize he was put into a vehicle. And he was fighting to get into the vehicle. He didn't want to go in. He was resisting. He had white foam shit coming from his mouth. I mean, these are all things you see on a body cam. You can even hear the officer. What are you taking? What do you take? You can see all of this. I, I don't want to repeat myself, but you can see all of that on the body cam. And then, they, you know, he's a big guy, George Floyd. And he doesn't want to sit in, uh, in, in the police car. So, you know, they're trying to push him into the vehicle there's a big guy the door opening is not huge on these Ford Explorers you know and finally when he does get in he ejects him out the other side you know he literally just pushed himself outside the other side of the door where he ended up they ended up pulling him out on the I don't know if it was the driver or the passenger side of the vehicle um, and that's where he went to the ground and now you have three officers that are trying to scuffle with him because he's kicking and everything you can hear the officer Stop kicking. Stop resisting. One cop is asking, where's the hobble tie? One cop holding is up near his head area. One cop's holding his handcuffs, and the other cop's trying to finagle with his legs. And you can hear them say, they have an ambulance coming. They don't know what he's on. And they're trying to get a hobble tie because he's kicking. You don't see none of that from the video from the gentleman that was on the fucking sidewalk. You see all of that on body cam. And it's a whole different perspective. They never once were racial about it. There was there was nothing, you know. You could see he, where he says, "I can't breathe." This was way before he got on the ground. He had white foam shit to cop back somebody he was taking because he had foam shit coming out of his mouth. And then the autopsy report, you know, he, he died of a drug overdose, hypodelirium or whatever, excited delirium. I mean, so that's a key factor why I don't think they, you know, are criminals. I don't think they did anything wrong after seeing the body cam footage. Now, prior to that, I thought the cop was guilty as fuck, seeing the only video that the whole world saw for months until the body cams were released. And you're like, wait a minute, I got a different perspective on things. And that's, you know, that was that was my point taken on, on, on that situation. I, I don't know how to better explain that. Um, I'm going to get to 
Susan, down in Atlanta, Georgia. I have like several cities that are very popular. Um, Susan in Atlanta, Georgia asked me about the police officer Ralph, the gentleman who shot uh, the gentleman who was drunk in uh, Wendy's parking lot. Um, she asked me, uh, I listened to your podcast and I don't understand why you believe that the police just couldn't arrest him at a later date when they knew who he was. Because, Susan, that's not how it works. I'm not a police officer, but that's not how it works. If you're going to fight the police, and you're going to go hands-on with them, because they're trying to enforce the DWI law, they're not going to back down. They are trained not to back down. They are trained to get you in custody at all strengths and power. If you, as an individual, want to be foolish enough to steal a taser gun and then point it at that officer and pull the trigger, I mean, if that taser would hit that officer in the eye, he probably would have been blind the rest of his life. Could have killed him. So the officer returns fire protecting himself. But you say, well, they should have just got him later on. That makes no sense. That's not how the legal system works. Folks, I've said this on so many other podcasts. If you simply comply with what the officer is telling you, he's going to tell you why you, you stopped, why he stopped you. Now, you may disagree with him. You may you may say, well, I didn't fucking do that. I didn't fucking uh, do this. But but you can't you can't fight that at the scene. That's what you have a court hearing for. That's why you argued that. Finding it on the scene, the cop already thinks you did it. So what the fuck? You're not going to win. You're not going to change his opinion. So why even try to fight this situation on scene? You're only going to lose. Why? Because the cop has more cops that are going to come to help the cop get you in custody. You can't, I mean, I see so many people, so many people post YouTube videos up of them resisting the police, not showing their IDs. They're just fucking imbeciles. I, I, I don't know how to better explain that. But if you're not going to, if, if a cop stops you and you crack your window down, you don't want to give him your ID, he's not just going to let you walk and drive away. Your window may get busted out because he's got to rip your dumb fucking ass out the car because you're a fucking idiot. You want to videotape it? Oh, look, he's violating my rights. No! He's enforcing the law! You may not like the law. If you don't like the law, you vote in legislators and, and, and mayors and governors and whatever you want to call them to change the law. But those are the laws. He enforces state laws. I mean, if that was the case, no one would be handing their license to the police. And, be, you know, when a cop walked up, now I ain't giving you my license off, so I'm good to go. <laughs> he can't go off your license plate to see if that's you. Just say so you're driving your mom's car. Just say so you're driving your friend's car. He can't go off just off your license plate to figure out who you are. That's not how it works. That's why you have a driver's license. I mean, come on, people. The common sense is just it's, 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 it's slacking. I'm not, I'm not trying to criticize any of my listeners. I'm just 
you know, you guys ask me to be truthful. I'm giving you my truthful, honest opinion. And I've talked to so many police officers in, in, in and around my state. And I know police officers almost all over the country. I, 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 in lots of states now. And they're, they're, I mean, everyone wants to, you know, slam these guys. They're average people. Other than they do a heroic job. And what I mean by that is they get up every fucking day, put on that uniform, and they don't know if they're going to see their daughter, their wife, their son, or a significant other when 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 they leave that house. They don't know. They don't know if they're going to die that day because some jackass thinks he can shoot a police officer. pretty incurred. That's, that's a pretty heroic job. You know, it's like the firefighters that work on inside the inner cities. You know, not so much the volunteers on the outside, because, you know, they kind of fight fires from the outside of the street. But the firefighters that work in these inner cities, they go right in these buildings with fucking axes, and that's it. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's heroic. I mean, that's pretty impressive. I mean, so, for, for people to, you know, I just you gotta respect the police I mean I, I see so many people just just throwing them under the bus and, and these you know it's this, this is the saddest thing about this whole narrative on defunding the police if tomorrow you needed the police and the day before you yelling at a cop and you in, in front of his face saying you're a scumbag you're a lowlife you're a murderer and the cop knew you, and the next day you called the police, he's still coming to help you. Even though you just got done flipping him off and throwing him off and throwing shit at him or whatever, he's still coming to help you. Because that's his job. And he's going to do his job. How many people out there can say that? How many people out there can say, you know what, I'm not going to... You know, somebody's going to fucking spit at me, yell at me, curse at me, and now you want me to help you? There's a lot of people that ain't going to do that. Police officers will. That's the job. That's the job they, they signed up for. It's a tough job. Knowing every day, in and out, half the people that look at you think you're a fucking uh, killer and you, and you abuse your power. I'm not saying it's not bad cops. I've never said that once. But I've always said that there's a time for that in court. If the cop does wrong, every cop I know, if if, if they will tell you that if a cop does wrong, they want to enforce the law too. They want that cop to get in trouble too and go to jail. They don't back him up. I just... Really, I mean, I always talk about common sense in a lot of my podcasts, and I really need pod, common sense to come back in a big way because common sense has been lost. And you know, you are always taught by your parents, you know, respect your elders, you respect your authorities, and, and that's that's gone in 2020. I mean, it's not okay to treat the police like this, it's not. But 
thank you for the questions. Like I said, I'm trying to get uh, as many questions answered as possible because I have a ton sitting in my email. So I'm going to try to catch up on them as, uh, as much as I can. Um, questions, comments, hate mail, whatever you want. BamBamNews at gmail.com. B-A-M-B-B-A-M-B-N-E-W-S at gmail.com. It's BamBamNews. I'm out.